Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. What's up, Mr. Clay? Not, not much, man. You? Things good? Things bad? Uh, things are good down here in Charlie Ray land. Like I told you earlier, man, I, I'm, I'm slipping into a smaller size of jeans, and that's always a good thing. Nice. Slipping into somebody else's jeans is even better. Even better. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. All today, one of my ex-employees stopped by, and he asked me if I wanted to dock. And I was like, I don't, I'm not so sure. He's like, I've got plenty of foreskin, baby. Just put it in there. And at that point, the other employees just walked away. I don't know if they were turned on. Or if they were disgusted, I couldn't tell. Donk or dock? <laughs> dock. Hey, man, whatever floats the Canadian boat. <laughs> Needless to say, we, we didn't dock. He picked up his food and he left and I went home sad. Yeah. I've never docked before, right? I mean, I've never, wanted, I've never wanted to, but I mean, opportunity knocks. I'm not going to be like, nah, I get this all the time, but I'll just pass. I'm going to be like, sure, I'll do it once. But I mean, it's got to be attached to a really, really hot chick. <laughs> Does that make sense? We'll go to Thailand. It'll be fine. Well, I think we should move on to our topic of the night, something a little <laughs> bit more wholesome. Depends yeah. depending on what kind of games you played. But uh the topic tonight that we talked about was we were gonna talk about games, as in games that you played as a kid, whether it's board games or other kind of games, any kind of family night type of adventures. And if you still do those today. Well, I don't play a lot of board games with my family. My kids play apples to apples with their friends. So that's a card game. They seem to like it. I'm more of a cards against humanity guy. I think that I should win all the time because all my answers are very wrong and inappropriate. And that's sort of like the, the name of the game. Yeah. Yeah. We played uh, cards against humanity last night. So nice. I, uh, before I talk about childhood stuff, I will say that in today, today's day and age, uh, I do participate in a monthly board game night with uh, with friends and that started that started in the summer when covid hit in 2020 uh which uh which was nice i hadn't i hadn't really ever done that i hadn't really played very many board games except with family for for years and yeah. that was very infrequent and uh i don't know i can't say that i would say it saved my life but it certainly saved a little bit of my sanity in the middle of uh the pandemic and then of course i've kept it going since then and for the most part every month i've I participated in it. I've played lots of new games that I've never heard of and played some old ones. We played Cards Against Humanity quite a few times. And we have this game that's called uh, Nasty Things. And uh, it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity. There's, there's, there's a game called Things and there's Nasty Things. So it's got nastier questions. But basically, you, uh, you get a question and then everybody's got a slip of paper. And like one, so one person reads the questions very much like, you know, Cards Against Humanity. Um, and then everybody writes down their answer so that they write their own answer. So it's not pre pre chosen. So it can be as crazy as you want it to be, or as dirty as you want to be or whatever, yeah. depends on the kind of group of people you're playing with. Everybody gives you the answers and you read them and then you go around. And so like you read the question, you read the answers and then you go to the next person in line and they go, uh, answer a, I think it was, you know, Jim said it and Jim will go yeah it's me and then he's out of the game or he'll go no that's not my answer it'll go to the next person until only one person's left and then for everyone you get you get a point and then if you win you get an extra point does that make sense you have to guess who said it yes you have to guess who said it okay but but only the only the question answer is the reader who sees it so he sees the handwriting and knows you know he knows who the answers are from yeah but but nobody else does and so, so you go around, and then, and then to make it even more interesting, the uh, the reader writes an answer and throws it in there as well. But it, it's nobody that can get guessed. It's just an extra answer that's in there to kind of make it more confusing. Yeah. 
So it's, it's fun. You get some wild and crazy answers. The problem is it gets to the point after you play to the same people a lot, you know, their sense of humor yeah. and their use of their use of words. And you kind of start to figure things out. And then people start doing stuff where they try to answer like somebody else would answer to throw people off. Yeah, I don't uh, play card games at all with friends. I mean, I, I've always hated cards. I don't know why. I just, I just, I fucking, I can't shuffle. I hate card games. My, my eight-year-old, he likes to play Go Fish. So I play, like, fish with him, and that that's all right. Yeah. But when I was younger, I mean, the, the parents would always get together, and they would play Trivial Pursuit. So, you know, they'd be drinking and playing Trivial Pursuit. And the kids, we had a version of Trivial Pursuit. It wasn't like Trivial Pursuit Junior because we were still too little. It was called IQ 2000. So, okay. yeah, it was the same kind of thing where you'd roll dice and you'd ask questions and you'd get pieces. And I played that a lot as a kid and Monopoly, but I still don't know the rules to Monopoly because it seems like if you play by the rules, it's like a 15-hour game. Yeah. So we would always just, you know, as soon as you land on something, you can buy shit. Well, I... I, I do have a couple of versions of Monopoly. I have my ACDC version of Monopoly, and I have my G.I. Joe version of Monopoly. I have so, the G.I. Joe one as well. I don't think I've opened it yet. Yeah, I did. I played it once. It's it, really neat. Monopoly, uh, You in in Canada, you don't have this option. But in the States, when you buy one of the, the branded Monopolies, so like Family Guy, American Dad, Simpsons, there would be a little card underneath everything that said, hey, you got this, the... Hey, you got these six pewter pieces. If you want six more that are different, these are the other ones you can get. So you just have to send like, you know, fifteen ninety nine for shipping and handling and we'll mail you the other six pieces. So I have a bunch of uh, Simpsons Monopolies and Family Guy Monopolies that I have like 12 pewter pieces. Wow. Yeah, so they're just added ones. I have a Simpsons Monopoly that is, they're not pewter. They're, they're glow-in-the-dark plastic. It's a Simpsons Halloween, the Treehouse of Horror. And I was able to get all 12 pieces, and it's so fucking hard to find now. Like, if you look on eBay and stuff, a brand new one goes for, like, 500 bucks. I mean, mine wow. isn't new because I opened it, but it's still worth a pretty penny. But, yeah, I, I like to get the, the extra pieces, which I would have my mom, who lives in the States, send away for it because they won't mail it to Canada. Oh, okay. So I, I would send in the payment and stuff and have her address as the recipient recipient address, and they would just mail her the pieces. And the next time I saw her, she'd bring me the, the six pewter pieces. So, that's yeah. cool. I yeah. never knew that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I I don't know if they do it anymore. I have no idea because I haven't bought them. I bought a Jane Silent Bob Monopoly that I haven't opened yet, just because I'm a I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. So. There's a that's that's basically one of those like we'll just print money by just paying a licensing fee and we'll just use the same engine and just slap a new skin on it every time. Look at Lego. Yeah, exactly. Lego is king for licensing. Oh yeah. And, and Lego is fucking expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. I I would not want to be a, a Lego collector at this point in life. Uh, I took my kid to the Lego store at West Edmonton Mall last week. This week, I don't know. Whenever I was in Edmonton, uh, yeah, it was this last Thursday, and he spent like an hour in the Lego store, just like building shit and looking at shit. And he's like, "Can I buy this? Can I buy this?" I'm like, "I'm I'm not going to buy you the Harry Potter Phoenix because it's like 140 dollars. It's got 250 pieces, and I know within 15 minutes you're going to lose 10 of them." Right. And it's like, no. I, I miss the days you could go to a yard sale and find like ice cream buckets full of like random Lego pieces for like five bucks for the bucket. Yeah. My cousin had a fuckload of Lego like that. We would we would spend hours building shit, but none of it was licensed. It was just Lego no. pieces. Yeah, I just I built my own castles and I, I got a bunch of sets in the seventies and I would like to if I dig up my cause of well, you know, because of course I have them still. In a box somewhere I have my original like paperwork that came with it that told you how to build like some yeah. of these original these original sets from the 70s uh and put a couple of them together just for nostalgia's sake but when i was young like i didn't live near one of my grandmas she lived in ontario and i lived in british columbia but i remember one year for christmas she gave me like the the five happy meals that were lego sets uh-huh well, they were the unbuilt like airplane car boat police car it was fucking amazing you know, because I didn't have a McDonald's growing up. Like, I didn't have McDonald's in my town. Oh, right, right, yeah. Nice fucking treat. Like, you, I see commercials all the time for, you know, Happy Meals, collect the Legos. And I was like, I'm never going to get those. And they showed up one year for Christmas. I was like, fuck yeah. Score. <laughs> thanks, Grandma. Obviously, I mean, I'm not like you. I don't have them anymore because over time that shit just disappeared from my life. Right. I wish I still had that. But, yeah, my cousin had the most Lego. So much fucking Lego. 
kind of jealous now. I mean, I worked with a guy that whenever he went to Edmonton, he'd come back with like $500 worth of stuff from the Lego store. He was just buying Harry Potter sets, Batman sets, you know, Avengers sets, just all these sets. And I just, does he set them up? Does he leave in the box? Like, what do you do? Once you set up, you're done. Like, it's right. done. you don't do anything with it. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, we've had many conversations about being collectors and toys and everything yeah. else. But the older I get, the more I'm like, I'm a fan of the movie. Uh, I'll watch the movie. Do I need to have a representation of it in Lego form? Do I need to have a representation of it? Do I need to have, oh, I don't know, 101 different versions of Snake Eyes? And that's just in one <laughs> scale, let alone the other scales that it's in. I mean, how many different Snake Eyes figures of all scales, sizes, and everything do you think have been released? 200? Uh, 300? I mean, you think about the little, the little, metal ones the 12 inch ones the six inch ones the sigma six the the it's ridiculous i mean even classified the new six inch scale of gi joe they've already released four and i think getting ready to release their fifth version of snake eyes in two years it's crazy Uh, just stick to the stick to the board games i guess right (laughs) stick to the board (laughs) games yeah you know the thing is is we have a really cool place. We so so we do the game night, you know, yeah. at, at usually like we rotate them at friends' houses and stuff. And, you know, we get pizza and, you know, we have a good time. And sometimes we drink, sometimes we don't, you know. And uh, one night we decided to go to this this place up north of the river here in Kansas City that uh, it's basically like uh, they have liquor there and a little bit of food. But basically it's like a big open uh gameplay so they had the whole room is just lined with board games and boxes around the wall and you rent a table or like well no you pay per person and and then like for the night so you pay like i don't know eight bucks whatever for the night and you can and you guys can play and you can play any game you want and all this other stuff it's pretty cool because i mean they have tons and tons of different games so you can try something out before you know spending a hundred bucks on a game or something if you're because there's you know just just like there's people who buy tons of gi joes there's people who collect tons of board games like this one guy i know makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year and he's got like 200 board games you know i mean he collects board games so i'm looking through like my my board game storage and there's like six monopolies two risks a simpsons board game and then my poker set so that, that's all I have. And then, like, for cards, I have Cards Against Humanity and then just a bunch of deck of cards, right? Every time I go to Vegas, go to a casino, you grab a deck of cards. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I can't imagine. I've, I've got a little bit more than you, but not very many. I've got two versions of Risk, both of which are, like, vintage. One's, like, a 50s version and one's, like, a 60s or 70s version. They're old. Yeah. Uh, I've got an old Stratego from the 70s. What, you know? How do you play that? I know the name. I just Stratego... You have the two. It's you have the two boards. It's kind of like it's kind of like chess in a way. You got yeah. you got the pieces and they face each other, and you can't see what's behind them. So like you see a blank side, and the other side's like a private, uh, a corporal, a lieutenant, a, you know, a captain, a general, and, and so and so you go up against other pieces, and whoever the higher, whenever whenever two pieces touch, you turn them around. Whoever's got the higher rank takes the other piece, but then okay. you know what the piece is. It, it, it's an interesting game. Um, I've got a couple of monopolies. I got the GI Joe and the ACDC monopoly. I got this carrier strike game. It's I've never really played it very much. Uh, basically it's, it's a world war two game based and it's not made in world war two, but it's about world war two about carriers and planes attacking and shit. Uh, I got that nasty things game. I got a couple of games that I, you know, inherited kind of from the family. I got 1776, which is, pretty cool game about the american revolution so it's educational yeah i got that nasty things game i haven't bought cards against humanity because they've already got the deck and like several expansion packs there's no point in me buying it if they've already got it you know who who else am i going to play with it's only the same people i go to play with so i don't have a whole lot i got like a dungeons game like a like a cartoony dungeons game from like when i was a kid that's pretty Mm -hmm. cool hello battleship i used to play battleship with my cousin when we were like eight I wish I still had the vintage battleship games that were at my grandma's house. They're gone. It was weird. And in my hometown for lunchtime, if it was shitty weather outside and where I grew up, it wasn't shitty weather almost ever. Like it, it was beautiful. It's like the, one of the nicest places in Canada. And, but for some reason you could play in the lunchroom board games if it was really shitty outside during lunchtime. So the whole, the whole lunchroom would just be kids playing board games, kids playing 
Guess Who, Checkers, Chess, Connect Four, Battleship. I don't know where all these games came from, but the whole lunchroom was filled with kids playing board games. I remember playing a lot of Guess Who and a lot of Connect Four back then. I've got, probably, a connect, I've got a Connect Four game. Yeah, I got that. I think I was probably between the ages of 7 and 10. That's yeah. my guess. I, I, I could imagine those games being fun after that. I don't know. That's when you get into, like, Monopoly. Yeah. Nowadays, everybody just picks up their phone and plays something on it. They don't play board games hardly. I mean, some people do, but I mean. A, a board game convention in Edmonton in May. And you pay your fee, you go, and you can play pretty much any game known to fucking man. Like uh-huh. You can sign up to play. You can play with somebody you like or you, you're with, or you can play with a random. And then there's a sales floor, and then there's competitions. So they'll do, like, competitions for, you know, go fish. And you'd actually play a fucking competitive game. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of cool. I, I didn't I didn't go to it, but a friend of mine and her boyfriend went, and they said it was awesome. You know, like, you know what, though? Even if it wasn't something that I would go attend, although I actually probably would maybe once just because I think it might be kind of cool. Yeah. It's still cool. I mean, yeah. hey, you know, people, you know, it's it's fun to see people having some wholesome hobbies. I don't know. I mean, you know, dirty old man that I am now at this point in life. I mean, I've been I'm so fucking jaded about everything. that's like as a game includes somebody getting decapitated, you know, I mean, fuck. <laughs> but but, you know, I I the older I've gotten, the more I enjoy some simple pleasure sometimes too, where it's just, it's just kind of fun. And and you know, it's all about the people you're hanging out with anybody more than anything else. I mean, you're hanging out with your friends, you're having a good time. Absolutely. You know, I remember living with these guys when I lived in, when I was going to university and there was three of us in the house and then with three bedrooms. And then over the course of a year, it ended up being five people in a three bedroom so super yeah. comfortable. About, and then we had a friend who lived in town, so there would be six of us there on a regular basis. And we used to play a lot of Risk, and then we'd always get really mad at each other. Risk somehow brought out the worst in us. Well, it's all about fucking conquering, so I'm not surprised. And then our one friend would always, 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 if he had one army on Australia, he just built on Australia. He'd just build and build and build and build and build and build. And then he just fucking go ravage through Asia, ravage through Europe, and he ended up winning almost all the time. Because he, because basically you're cock block. There's only one way into Australia. Oh, yeah. And he would just sit there and build and build and build and build. It's kind of funny because living at that house is super fucked up. That friend who would build and build and build, he would come visit us all the time, and then uh-huh. he always fall asleep. He just fall asleep while playing. You ever play Sim City? Like on your? Oh yeah, yeah. So he would just be sitting there building his city. And then he would just fall asleep, like sitting up on the floor. And then we're like, hey, dude, uh, you want to go home? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired. And then 20 minutes later, he'd call us. He's like, hey, man, you guys want to go to Denny's? I'm like, you just left here because you were falling asleep. He's All like, right. hey, I'm wide awake now. So you want to go to Denny's? So we'd meet up at Denny's. We'd, you know, drink coffee and eat fries or whatever until like 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh-huh. then we'd probably sleep in and miss our first class. And every time he came over, he would get super, super tired all the time. And when when we moved out... Super, super fucked up, but our landlord wasn't there anymore. He had gone to Iran or Iraq or something, somewhere in the Middle East. And the real estate agent was in charge of making sure that our place was clean and organized before we left, right? Uh-huh. So, is this, is this, is this, did you guys have black mold or something like that and didn't know it? No, we didn't have black mold. It, it, I don't know if it's worse or better, but the real estate agent was there and she's going through everything she was okay you got a broken window there that's not a big deal yeah some guys threw a brick through a window they were chasing my friend one night just uh he's maybe he was mouthy i don't know what happened anyway he came running towards the house you could hear him screaming down the street open the door open the door open the door we open the door and this brick comes flying through the window we're like what the fuck he's like i just walked by a house party i must have said something to piss someone off like whatever and uh the real estate agent goes downstairs and they're like hey we need to call a a furnace person because did you guys break the furnace downstairs we're like no the furnace is fine and the reason we knew it was fine is because my friend would always put like sour cream packets like he would sour cream containers or like bags of shrimp that were open he would put it on the heat register under my bed 
so that I would smell it. It would just like constantly be heating. And then I'd be like, why does it smell like fish? I'd rip my room apart till I found it. And he would just laugh. And then at one point I was like, he's like, do you ever find the sour cream? I was like, you put sour cream under my bed? He's like, yeah, on the heat register. Like just a dollop? He's like, no, in the container, but without a lid. So we moved the bed and it was all dried out. It was like this crusty sour cream container just sitting there with mold on it. But yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't smelling at all. But wow. when the real estate agent was downstairs and they, they called like whoever the gas company was, and I was like, wait, our landlord, he works for the gas company. Like, she was, oh, he, that's his job? I go, yeah, like, he, he worked for the gas company, but not this gas company. And the gas company is saying, hey, boys, I need to talk to you. Um, You guys uh, might want to go to the doctor and get yourself checked out because I've noticed that, uh, I guess, him, I forget the guy's name. Uh, I guess he uh, decided to fix his own gas exhaust downstairs from the furnace. Uh-huh. It wasn't fully sealed to go outside. So it was an open stove like stovepipe uh-huh. with like a big funnel above it. So there was right. all this space where all the gas just didn't go through the funnel and leave the house. And it was just dissipating through the house. And that's why we were fucking tired all the time at night. Oh fuck. So as soon as like our friend Nico would leave, he would wake up. He's outside breathing fresh air. He gets to his house, right. he calls us and we'd all leave the house. So this had been going on for like two months before we moved out where we were just fucking wow. tired all the time being in the house. So yeah, we, we could have just fallen asleep and not woken up. That is fucking insane. Either way, they gave us our full damage deposit back based off of, uh, they were probably scared we were going to sue. That is nuts, man. That, that is fucking nuts. Sorry. Uh, I'm alive now and I'm only partially slow in the head. At, at least you, yeah, at least you fucking lived through that fucking experience. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, I mean, that's, that is a, that is a scary fucking story right there. I mean, yeah, you have I no mean, idea. That's the kind of shit that you like look at one day and go, holy fuck, I can't believe I didn't fucking die. Yeah. I think about that often for my younger years. Yeah. I, I, I've I, jumped off stupid shit. How old were you when this fucking happened? 19. Wow. That is, that is fucking. I mean, but we didn't do it on purpose, right? It's not like all the stupid shit we did on purpose when we were younger. Yeah. Wow. I would get into a list of all the stupid shit I've done, but. <laughs> I probably already talked about it, and I'm still alive now, so it's okay. I, th- I think it's okay. I'm not missing any body parts that I that I recall. Yeah, I've I've had a couple of experiences in my life that it's like I can't believe I'm fucking not. I didn't die, you know. I'm I, I can't believe that. Uh, uh, fuck, I mean, just car situations, fucking, you know, all kinds of things. I mean. At this point, I kind of act like a fucking grandpa. I fucking, I pretty much fucking play it safe with pretty much everything I fucking do. You know, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just, hey, I just realize, a, wherever I'm headed to, I'm not in that big of a fucking hurry. I watch people fly by me all the fucking time, and I'm like, you know what? I'm happy doing seventy. I'm good. I don't need to do eighty-five. I watch these people fly by, and I just wish I was a cop that could just go whoop whoop. You know, on them, you know. Yeah, I find that I'm so busy all the time that I tend to like literally speed everywhere I go. Yeah. Everywhere I go. Like whenever I get a speeding ticket, I just think to myself, Oh, that's only one out of speeding every day. That's not too yeah. bad. So I get yeah, like, it's not too, not too bad at odds, you know, once a year or whatever. Yeah, it's about once a year. And it's photo radar. I don't know if you guys have photo radar there. We don't have photo no, we don't. I don't think so. Yeah, the, the Alberta government is so lazy now. They don't pay police officers to pull you over. They just park a van on the side of the road with a camera on it. And uh-huh. it measures how fast you're going. Then takes a picture of your license plate. Then mails you a ticket. Everybody's just lazy. Hey, here's just another way to make some more money. Yep. And the, the weird thing is somebody's in the van. You drive by. There's, they're paying somebody to sit in the van and just read a book. I'm literally paying a city employee to sit in a van for eight hours a day. And that's just in one van. There, there's like 10 of these all over the city. Oh, wow. Just so the van can take pictures and mail it to you. But you don't get any points on your license taken away. Or sorry, you don't get any points on your license because they can't prove you were driving. So it's a point. It's a Basically, they just charge the owner of the car. What yeah. Doing. Yeah. Whosoever the car is registered with insurance, they have to pay the ticket. But they don't get any points. So I, I get a ticket every year, but I don't get any points. Yeah, I guess if it doesn't do anything against your fucking record, then who gives a fuck, right? It's just cost of doing business. Yep. I mean, for the amount I speed, I, I take those ones w- willingly, welcomely, happily for the amount I speed. I don't speed in school zones, though. School zones are my no-go. The what? What's your no-go? no-go? School zones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. That's that's respectable. But before I had kids, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> kids. 
Yeah, it's those they can have another one. Those beautiful little angels of mine have made me a better driver. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should drive a little bit better. That's that's fucking good. Yeah. That's oh yeah, man. I'd do anything for those little fuckers. You know, except spend time with them. I'm just I learned from my dad. You know. Yeah. So that that's the only that's the only father I ever knew. So I'm trying to raise my kids the way he raised me by not being around, and it's actually pretty easy. More people should have kids. I can understand why they don't want to abort people down in the states. You need more kids, right? Right. Especially you know when the dad's not going to be around. It's the perfect storm. <laughs> well, well I will say I will say that some people are mastering that plan, having having kids and nobody around. So, uh, well, let's let's see here. What can we wrap us up with? So, uh, you played? Did you play board games much when when you were a kid though with the family or anything? Or is just uh, it was just kind of like you said that sometimes you played them at school, a little bit of this. Yeah, a little bit of school, cousins. I guess I was at the age where Nintendo was like introduced. Like we we all had Ataris. Yeah. Well, see, I had an Atari. I I got an Atari when it came out. Well, I got a knockoff Atari. And then my friend, my friend had a Intellisys system. Ooh, let me tell you, high high stakes there. I think that system did not last for a while, but it was better than Atari. Uh, and and then Nintendo came out, and I never, I did have a Nintendo. I played a few games on that. I played like Metroid and stuff. And then I had a Super Nintendo, and then that was the last Nintendo system I ever got. And I've never gotten anything since, like PlayStation and Xbox, none of that. Oh, I've had the Nintendo since. Uh, the only one I never had was the Nintendo 3D, Six, uh, 3D. or something. It has like red laser. It was red lasers. It was terrible. But every other Nintendo system I've owned, or my kids have owned. Like we. Oh, have, like the last system I actually bought was a, a Nintendo Wii, like ten years ago, yeah. eleven years ago. Yeah, my kids have the Wii U and a Switch, and I've got a PS4. I would have a PS5 if I could find one, but it's been two and a half years, and I haven't been able to find one. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. By the time you find one, they'll be releasing the PS6. Yeah, pretty fucking stupid, don't you think? Like, how hard is it for you just to build the thing you want to sell? I don't know. A lot of people are struggling with that these days. So I, I would hate. I would hate to be. The but yeah, yeah, but it's like it's like, oh, how how are we going to build new fans? Well, you're not going to build them if they can't buy the fucking system. Yeah. <laughs> to play on. I mean, I if I was a huge video game fan and I wanted PS5 and I couldn't get it, I'd be kind of pissed off about it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm not pissed off and I'm saving 600 bucks. Yeah. I don't really play any new games. I only only play Call of Duty from like three, four years ago. It's an older version, but that's the one that all my friends play on. So I don't need the new ones. I mean, I wish I could see these guys in like real life, but they're just video game friends, you know? Yeah. I I don't get to see them. I don't get to hang out with them. So this is my every night I play for a couple hours and I get to hang out with like friends from California, friend from Arizona. Yeah, and every yeah. once in a while you get to hang out and have a podcast with your friend from Kansas City. That's right. And I mean, I would like to go I would like to go visit these places, but since COVID hit, traveling in between Canada and the states has been a nightmare. So I haven't been able to make a trip down. But now that things are getting like eased, things are getting easier to cross the border, I might have to do a trip down to either Kansas City, Arizona, or California. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe they can come up here, you know. Do you know anyone who might want to visit? I don't know. I'll have to think about it. I was thinking maybe we should visit like Seattle or up that way and try to rope Edmund into something, but you know. Yes, I've always liked Seattle. Um, I liked it. The t- I liked it the time I visited it. I liked Vancouver, but I can't get into Canada. So. Oh yeah, we have rules. Yeah. Lots of rules. Too many rules. Yeah, like I can't get into the Philippines either. That sucks. It sucks that we have so many rules. Like even my oh, mom, my mom yeah. trying to visit is a nightmare. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm- I'm really bummed because I would like to, I would like to, uh, Vietnam, I could go to Vietnam. They don't require a vaccination to go to Vietnam. I have to do a test, but I don't have to be vaccinated. Hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm, you know me, I'm never planning on it. So uh, it gives you more time to play board games, I guess, with your friends. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to reserve judgment on it and see how things go for the next couple of years. I don't want to wait that long, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. I mean, I've got enough places I can go that it's not a big deal, and I, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I'm 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 okay with my decision. So, uh, you go to Mexico. Yeah, I can go to Mexico. It's not bad then. Yeah, I talked to my friend down there in Mexico, and he's uh he's having some challenges. I'll just leave it at that. Um, and uh, it was uh it, it's worrisome to hear somebody you know when they're when they're uh, having some issues. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I totally understand where you, you're coming from with your story because I'm dealing with people like that in my life as well. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, At least so right now, I mean, dude, I would, I would love to just, I mean, I don't know, you know, like you said, I don't know how exciting it'd be, but I'd love to come up to, to Canada and, and see, see where you're at and hang out a bit and maybe go to Edmonton also. And well, there's nothing here where I live, but yeah, Edmonton is where you'd probably land. Right. So yeah. we'd hang out there. I mean, coming out here isn't really that exciting at all basically coming out and seeing a plains town and a well i mean it, it's the same place in your place and it's the same atmosphere like the same scenery when like i visit you there's there's nothing it's just flat and trash there's no trees right it's just flat yeah like you, you have wheat we have wheat uh, so basically it's like me traveling across western kansas pretty much oh exciting yep except, except you get more snow <laughs> We get a lot more snow. We get more cold than we get snow. Does that make sense? Like we don't. I don't have like twenty feet of snow a year. Like if I didn't shovel my driveway. Oh, it's like you have like a dry snow, but it's cold. Like it's yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, so cold, no, it's just powdery, right? Like, there's like, no moisture to it. You can't make a snowball. Okay. People use leaf blowers to shovel their driveway here. Wow. Yeah. It just it just disappears. It just blows away. And then it's always windy here. So even if you blow it off your driveway, it's back an hour later. But it's just bitterly, bitterly cold. Uh, only for a couple months out of the year or a couple weeks in a month. Like it, yeah. it's bearable up to, I don't know, like end of November and then December just sucks ass. And then there's like a two-week period in January where walking from your front door eight feet away to the door of your car, when you breathe – the moisture that comes out of your mouth blows up to your eyelids and you actually have icicles on your eyelids when you sit in your car. And I fucking hate it. Oh my God, I fucking hate it. That's, that, uh, like that, there's a joke meme I saw. It's like, it hurts my face to walk out here. Why do I live where it hurts my face to yeah. walk outside? Why, why does air hurt my face? Yeah. It, it shouldn't be a thing. Then again, I don't want it to be too hot either. Because I can always bundle up, but I can't take off more clothes. Like, once you're naked, you can't get more naked. But you can always put on another hat, another pair of gloves, another anything, right? Right. You can always get more warm. You can't get more cold. No. Or less hot. I guess less hot would probably be the, the proper term. Is it possible to get less hot, Clay? <laughs> oh, no, man. I've looked in the mirror. Pretty fucking hot. Let me tell you. As long as you don't look at my face or like listen to the words coming out of my mouth, I'm a catch. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably end up living someplace where it's hot enough that I'll like, I don't even need to go to a sauna on a regular basis. I just go outside. Yeah, I want to live somewhere in between whatever 22 degrees is Celsius to Fahrenheit. That's my, my temperature. I'd like, I don't know. I don't know what that would be. Probably somewhere around 75. I don't know. Yes. I, I usually set my air condition in my hotel rooms a little bit colder than that. Did you say 22 degrees Celsius? Yeah, 22. I'm going to say that's 74 degrees. Let's, let's see how close I am on my guess. 71.6. I was real close. Yeah, that, that's the temperature I would like to, to have so that I can do things. Like when I'm mowing my lawn and it's like 82 degrees outside, I want to shoot someone. Yeah, you know what it was here? It was 96. Yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that shit. I would just be locked yeah. inside with air conditioning. It was 103 yesterday. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. I mean, no. I, don't, I don't mind that if I'm on the beach. That's fucking great. If I'm sitting there on an ocean or next to a river or on a lake, that's totally fine. But if I'm mowing a lawn or just driving around or walking, like you just the swass buildup. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how people fuck in the Caribbean, like spontaneously. You're walking around sweating. Your balls smell like a fucking dog vomit factory. And somebody's like, hey, baby. And they start to go down to you. Do you not gag? Can you imagine uh, going, going down on a woman when it's that fucking hot? Oh, my God. In- I'm, I'm guessing oral might not be the the most usual activity. Maybe yeah. it's just. Don't you find that odd? Like, can you imagine living somewhere where it's that hot all the time and that muggy and you're that sweaty? I can't imagine people wanting to spend time touching each other without showering first. Like, there's yeah. no spontaneous fucking up against the wall because you fucking smell. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I've got, like, a, I don't know, a need to not <laughs> smell like 
sweat? I don't know. I, I, I definitely wouldn't want to just spontaneously go down and have it be like fucking Swamp Witch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right? No. I, I guess I'm gonna have to, I have to move there. I have to know. I have to know this firsthand, man. I got to move there, find out, and I'll tell you. I'll just I'll move to the Philippines or Thailand for like six months, and I'll let you know. Yeah. Maybe not Thailand because I'll be going down on, on a wiener more than a vagina. Because from what I see, there's an abundance of wiener attached to women in Thailand. Why, why is that? I don't know. It's big in the Philippines too, I think. Why? Why is that? Any idea? I don't, I don't know. Is it, is it more accepted? Because Canada is pretty liberal. I don't think there's anybody would bat an eye. It, I think it is more accepted. It was just, It was just the whole... It was just kind of a thing, and it was just never stigmatized, and it's just always it's just always been there. Kind of like the way the Native Americans had the two spirit; they just accepted a person was kind of, you know, and it was okay, and it was it just was. They they just didn't they just didn't freak out about it and go, oh my god, something's wrong with them. They just went, okay, well you're like that. They're super liberal, super accepting. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind living there. I think that's actually pretty sweet. Where's where's that? To be where anybody's very super accepting. You know what's really cool is I've learned a lot. I mean, well, I mean, obviously you have your own inside source if you had questions asked, but I've been I've been watching a lot of stuff about the Philippines. Yeah. And you know, and there's like I can't remember. There's like was it like 700 islands or something to make up the the whole archipelago or whatever, whatever which whatever you yeah. call all the Philippines, and such a wide variety of how everybody looks depending on the island they're from and what the culture on that island's like and everything like that. Hmm. And uh, it's been fascinating. And in in like, like the darker, they, they call the darker skin, uh, they call them Marina, M-O-R-E-N-A, that they yeah. have a little darker skin. And uh, just a wide variety of looks. You know, they have, they have a, they don't look as, they don't look, again, it sounds kind of stereotypical. They don't look as, Asian as Asians do, even though they're in Asia, they, 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 because, because I think because of the mixture of the Spanish blood and, and they look more like, like Islanders, you know, like Hawaii, like Guam, you know, Guam, Samoa, you know what I mean? They have, they have, yeah. they have an exotic mix that's, that, but they don't look, they don't look Asian, Asian as much, you know? I, I found it weird. Like I, I live in a town where there's a lot of Filipinos here. A lot of uh, people came over to work and I always found it weird. I, I don't, I didn't know their history at all. And I was like, why do all the Filipinos have Spanish last names? This is really oh, yeah. weird, really weird to me. So yeah, yeah I got uh, I got a history lesson. I learned how and why. I was like, okay, that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we got the Philippines in the Spanish American War. We took it away from Spain. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's a very beautiful place. And all, all the ones that I've met in town here, just fucking the greatest people, man. Just so cheerful and happy. I have never been called sir more times in my life in one day than when I walk into any convenience store or restaurant in this town. Hello, sir. How can I help you, sir? What can I get for you, sir? It's like, sir. Usually that's followed with, uh, sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. And it's not like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Can you keep your voice? Sir, sir is my father. You can just call me Clay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you, can I, I the, you can call me the duder. You can call me the, the duderini. <laughs> so, yeah, you're... Your Spanish uh, blood you're talking about is probably a lot of the the ethnic look that has been, I guess, meshed with the Asian. Not eradicated yeah. through the Asian, but meshed with to give them that unique look. See, you can say the same thing about like like Okinawans don't look Japanese; they look yep. more islandy than they do Japanese. You know, so I think I think that like the further out, like uh, like you know Malaysia. I mean, and again, if anybody's listening that's from these countries, and I say something stupid, I'm sorry. I don't oh yeah, I don't. I mean, no disrespect whatsoever. No disrespect at all. I'm just trying to understand it. Is that they have much more of a an island look or a mixed look or a like I can't really you know you don't have like a, a defined kind of look. You're just you you have a, a nice beautiful mesh of different backgrounds running through you you know a lot of people say i mean a lot of filipinos even look kind of mexican you know they look kind of hispanic well i mean that that makes sense with the the bloodline history exactly because then you know a lot of mexican culture i mean you have indigenous uh people who are very much like trace their ancestry back to like the mayans and aztec yeah but then a lot but a lot of mexicans are a descendancy of the native population mixed with 
the Spanish that had conquered the area before the French beat the Spanish, et cetera. You know, and everybody beats somebody, throws them out, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's it's just it's just all of a, it's just all a mix, you know, and who cares? We're all human. So it's just a bunch of really nice hot people, you know? Exactly. Exactly. They're that are five foot tall. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. I mean I'm a fan. So <laughs> I'm a fan too, my friend. I'm a fan as well. I, w- I would I would love to spend uh six months to a year just traveling around the philippines i mean they, from what i've read you could spend five ten years there and never touch the surface of visiting all the places in the philippines it's such yeah it's when i hang out with my filipino friend i always like i'll see a picture on facebook of an island i'm like hey it says the philippines do you know where this is and she just looks at me she goes no like the other hundred times you've asked me it's so fucking big. I haven't been to every little island. The beach right. looks like any other fucking beach. It all looks like that. It all looks beautiful. It all looks wonderful. It all looks the same. Go there. Just go. Like, stop asking me about it and just go. Right. Like, what if I don't come back? She's like, you probably won't. Because you're going to be tall t- compared to everyone. You have a very, like, you know, long hair, tattoos. They're, they're going to revere you as something kind of special. So you're going to have a lot of attention drawn upon you by the ladies i'm like god damn it why am i here right now when i can be there living the life well clay you know we have a goal and let's let's have part of that goal be that we're taking a six-month vacation and living in the philippines done shit i gotta bring my kids fucking cock blockers <laughs> hey but you know what <laughs> they'll probably bring their kids too so you know they can play with each other in the living room and you yeah that's can- true in the bedroom <laughs> because i gotta make sure we shower first because it's usually pretty hot there and i don't want i don't want swamp vagina swamp ass. yeah actually you know um something else that i've learned is that uh, is that uh, a lot of filipinos are very fast fast fastidious is that the word fastidious uh, about being like clean like taking a couple three showers a day sometimes well it's probably because they sweat all fucking day because it's 400 million degrees <laughs> probably because as soon as you walk out of the shower you're like fuck i'm sweating again. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can't breathe you get out of the shower and you think that the moisture is gone but the moisture in the hot shower is the same as the moisture outside of the shower even a cold exactly. shower gives you steam because it's so fucking hot yeah exactly uh, you just so, gotta be rich you just gotta have air conditioning because i mean from my experience from what i've learned most houses don't even have a washer or dryer you know what i mean so they're hanging yeah. all their clothes outside there's not a lot of you know, what world luxuries from what I've learned there, you would live like a king, not a king, king, but I mean, as long as you're not like all like, oh, I got to have every luxury every second of every day. Yeah. For $2,000, you're making like, like in two months, you make most Filipinos yearly income at $2,000 a month. So a six month vacation would be relatively inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody told me basically, if you're going to go on vacation, plan on three grand a month just because you're doing all kinds of vacation and stuff, not just living like a normal life. Right. Yeah. So, you know, so if you figure like six months, you figure 15 to $18,000, you know, hmm. and you could live, you could live awesome. I mean, dude, you can get like a nice, like, condo in a downtown city, like in Cebu, and it's like $500 a month. And that includes some of the utilities. That's it. Man, we need to get off this podcast and get this shit organized. Look at all the time we're wasting right now talking about whatever the fuck we were talking about this episode. Board, board games, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe Filipinos like playing board games like Naked Twister because we're all sweaty oh so we'll slide Naked around. Naked Twister is my favorite game. Naked Twister? Just kidding. I never played it. I'm Naked thinking about it. Wait, don't I? I've played you know, Twister. It's usually my I actually favorite. have played hmm. Twister once. It was not Naked Twister, but I have played Twister once. Yeah. A long time ago. You know what I've never played, though, is charades or, like, like those drawing games. And yeah, things. we used to do Pictionary a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I never did Pictionary either. And we've done charades. We, we have a Twister board game here, and we used to do it when we had staff over for, like, Christmas, Christmas drinks. So, like, Christmas Day... Right. Christmas Eve, they'd come over and we would just like get shit faced and we just you know play video games and play stupid board games. But yeah, we played Twister. It wasn't Naked Twister, which is good because my kids were here and that probably would be really super hard to explain. <laughs> I mean, they're not that cool yet to understand. What's that, Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> and then well, ten years I mean, later, they're in therapy trying to. Yeah, one time my dad had this Christmas party <laughs> and people were naked playing Twister. <laughs> All his fault. I, I do remember a time I was I was taking a piss downstairs right before I went to have a shower, and I think my kid was probably six at the time. He just bust open the door. He's like, 
dad, I need a, wait, hey, one day, will, will my penis be as big as yours? And I was like, I'll fucking know, man, close the door, fuck off, like, what are you doing? So he just sit there looking at my dick, he's like, you're six, you're, you're six, I have the penis of a nine-year-old, don't flatter me, like, hopefully yours is much bigger than mine is, right? My, my grade, grade 10 math teacher called me baby dick clay for a reason, I, I don't want to get into it. Well, yeah, we'll move on from that topic. So, yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll just, I'll just go over to the Philippines and I'll open up a game store because I'm sure that would go over well in the Philippines where they make hardly any money to survive that they're going to want to spend money to come play board games. Yeah, I don't think having a business over there would be a smart move. There's not a lot of money to funnel well, your business, from, right? From what I've been studying, the best thing to do is basically – don't try to compete with Filipinos for Filipino business because you're gonna not, you're not gonna win. No. What you, what you can do is develop a service and market it to other expats. Yep. Because that would be your market. Because basically, like if you ran like a dive shop, like I'm not into like diving or anything like that, so that's not a thing I would do. But like if you ran like a dive shop business, you could market it because people want to talk to a person who speaks English and they yep. you know trust you and stuff like that good business you know you can do uh you can do subleasing which might be good like you get like a long-term rental on places like in a couple of cities and then you do like short-term rentals at a higher cost and then you just you make the money instead of have having you know there's there's things you can do to make money my my, my best plan though is just to have enough money i don't have to do something to hustle for money you know well, that's the plan that's the plan I mean, you can open up an, an american food place right so you know they yeah. want burgers fries Mm-hmm. milkshakes yeah they're, they're, the, the guy that I've, I've been watching this channel this guy uh, has a show sunshine shoulders uh he he lives near he lives on the island of cebu in a, in a city called san carlos again it's funny thinking about spanish names in the yep. city in the middle of the philippines but so he lives in the san carlos city or whatever and he talks about a really successful business there is like mike's burgers or something yep. so basically so basically the guy has a true american burger place and he does a booming business for all the gringos that are over there. You know, we're not gringos there, but whatever you want to call them, you know, all the expats because he delivers an authentic thing. I'm like, shit, I should, I should get a part-time job. It's been two years learning how to do authentic Kansas city barbecue. Yeah. I could take that somewhere else and people would go fucking crazy for it. Cause Kansas city barbecue fucking rocks. You you don't have any, any Filipino places in your town. Do you like a fast food place? Do you have a Jollibee? No, we don't. It's it's uh, actually shocking. We have. I was looking at it here recently. We have a like less than, less than two miles from my house. We have the uh, Kansas City Filipino Culture, Cultural Center. You should hang out there for all the little five foot tall hotties. Well, I was trying to look for some kind of events because every once in a while they have like this like food you know celebration type thing. Yeah. And like I went to the website and the website's like, well, first of all, somebody needs to do their website better. But <laughs> secondly, there's nothing on that website as far as any activities. I'm like, okay, great. So you have this building. Yeah. What do you do exactly with it? <laughs> you know, there was like no activities, nothing listed. I'm like, what are you guys hiding what you're doing? I don't know what the heck, but it's all a cover. Yeah. And then, and then I, you know, I told you when I was working at, uh, you know, my other part-time job, we had a whole group of, uh, I'd call them Burmese because I can't say Myanmarese very yeah. <laughs> easily, but Myanmar, but, but they're Burmese, you know, uh, ethnicity. And so we had a whole group of, of Burmese that would come in to play volleyball and, you know, they're tiny, just like, you know, a lot of Filipinas are, um, very cute, very sweet, very, you know, you know, but how are the girls? Awesome. Huh? But how are the girls? <laughs> that is the girls. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> The boys were a little bit taller, but not oh, by yeah. much. Uh, and so apparently there is a, a, a large, a larger gr- a group of, of Burmese that, that live over, not in the city really that I live in, but the next city kind of over. But uh, I don't know how many Filipinas there really are in Kansas City. I don't tend to see a lot, really. Well, Ted, you can't come here. Well, it would be cheaper in the I Philippines. Go, I want to go there. I don't. You know, I want to get out of Kansas City. I don't want to see snow. I want to go someplace exotic, and I want to, I want to, I you know, I want to, I want to live there. You want to you know? pack up all your board games and your GI Joe toys and just move to another country. 
yeah, I just you know, I just get a big like eighteen wheeler size trailer load, fill it all yeah, up, yeah. And ship it over there, right? Yeah, no big deal, right? A couple sea cans can fit on a fucking whatever the hell those boats are called. You know, I can, I can I can probably rent like a C one seventeen from the military, just fill that fucker up, fly it over, unload it, you know. See? And then you're living the the best world, the best life ever for yourself. I could. Do you know what? Because you know what would really be awesome. I bet a Filipino would love to see a massive at at and hoth ice scene display first of all because they never seen snow in the first place and be like what is this white brown because yeah. <laughs> because you know a big star wars display would probably really really oh, dude, it's such a panty dropper i can't oh. tell you the, the countless vagina i get by showing pictures of my gi joe collection they would probably look at me how much did you pay for this and i'd tell them how much i paid for it and they'd just slap me they, or they think you're rich they're like oh my god he's got so much money you're like actually no i I don't have any money because I don't have any money. I just wasted it all on that ad ad that's over there on the wall. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go sell that now. (laughs) I'm like, okay, honey. No, no, they get married to you and I hope, hope you die really quick so that they can get all your stuff. Yeah. You know, it sounds like a terrible plan now. Now that I think I figured, figured, you know, I'll wait till I'm 60, get married, marry, marry somebody, have a kid and they can, they can inherit a whole house full of bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Cause that's what I want to. Guess what? Your dad died. I'm 16. Here's a whole three rooms full of bullshit. Oh, don't don't, don't think you're gonna last 16 more years, man. Come on. I don't know if I am. <laughs> and that's if you have a kid right now. Exactly. I mean, I'd have to be 76 if I had a kid when I was 60. Hmm. Kind of scary. Kind of scary to think about. We're not gonna get into mortality on this podcast. That's a whole other. Yeah, no, I, I think we should probably draw the line. Call yeah, it yeah, we've 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 strayed awfully far from board games. So yeah, we have. I don't know how I went to live in the Philippines with a ad at Peter setup, but <laughs> I think that ad at if I had three ad ads, I could sell them all and then take it, and then I could buy a plane ticket to the Philippines. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, so we've played a bunch of board games. Favorite board game? If you had to destroy every board game you own except for one, which one would you keep? But it's got to be a board game, not a card game, not a Connect Four. Okay, classic board game. I don't know. I I loved Risk as a kid, so I'd probably keep Risk. Yeah, I, mean, I played I'm, a bunch of them. But. I'm with you for sure on Risk. I just I wouldn't play with my friend Nico. <laughs> that's the only that's the only stipulation. Is like no, I don't I don't I don't want to play with Nico. Did, or did, did, did you ever for, play that classic the classic Life board game? Did you ever play that? Yeah. Just just Life. Yep. Yeah. I played that a lot when I was a kid with my family. I liked it back then. And uh, my Simpsons game, it's a Simpsons trivia game. And I was playing it with a, a friend of mine who's like a massive, like I'm a pretty big Sim- Simpsons fan. He's, he, he's way better at Simpsons trivia than I am. And there, I think there's four questions per card. And out of like 10 cards, I didn't get like 40 questions. I couldn't get one right. And I was like, wow. what the fuck? Like it's, it's down to like, oh, in the episode here. So like episode five from season three bart says this to the new neighbor girl who moves in and it gives you four choices you're like what the fuck how are you supposed to remember that right what are the first words bart says to the neighbor girl so yeah the the game is just almost impossible for me to play and i'm i'm a fan so that's that's crazy yeah i've never bought another trivia game like that like i can't imagine having to watch something so intense it's got like 27 seasons how are you supposed to have you know what's you know what's scary is probably the Simpsons will probably still be going when you retire. <laughs> I mean, it might still be going when you have a great grandchild. Who knows how long the Simpsons are going to go on for? They would definitely have to get different voice actors because they're all old. You know? Oh yeah, they're all getting old. I mean, there's already been a couple that have died. Yeah. Can you imagine those paychecks they're getting though? Like 27 years of that. Of reruns and right? re- residuals and everything else. It's got to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's like I always said, you know, uh, like like Daniel Radcliffe. He yeah. won the lottery when he won the Harry Potter role, right? I mean, basically, you won this childhood role that you uh, you had six movies or seven movies because they split the one into two parts. So you basically had seven movies. I think it was eight. 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 You, you made a bazillion dollars. And basically, you invest if you invested any way reasonably. Yeah, he's free to do whatever he wants the rest of his life. So at like, at like twenty, huh? 
at like 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're set for life. You can be an actor and you can do whatever roles you want. You don't have to take any roles. You don't, you're never hungry for money. So you're never oh, going to do a he role. He does, with. right? He doesn't do anything no. he doesn't want to do. Exactly. He, he picks roles. I mean, like, here, I guess he's doing Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, it looks awesome. That's whole. Yeah, it's kind of hilarious too. But yeah, it's awesome. But I mean, you saw Swiss Army Man, right? No. You never saw Swiss Army Man? No. Oh fuck, dude! You got to see that. He plays a corpse. It's okay. awesome. I'm in. Yeah, he plays a corpse, but he's like magical. It's it is the most fucked up movie I've ever seen. Is in that my like life. With the, he's got like the horns and stuff? No, no, no. It's like he's he okay, so this this guy is like stranded on an island. Yeah. And Daniel Radcliffe's body washes up. He's like a drowned guy. Yeah. But the body can do all kinds of things. That's why they call him Swiss Army Man. The dude ends up like riding him across the waves like a motorboat with him farting to make the boat move. It's, it's just so trust weird. me. Watch the movie. It is okay. the most weird thing you've ever fucking seen. But he can do that because you know why? He's got fuck the world money. I don't yeah. give a fuck. You know, lucky guy and talented guy. Yeah, he is a talented guy. You know, I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know how I feel about him. I mean, I've never really heard too many bad things about him. He could be an asshole. I don't know. But Uh, wouldn't it be hard, though, to not be an asshole with that kind of money? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to be able not able to do much of anything without somebody mobbing you and probably telling you, oh, you're fucking awesome. Oh, I fucking love you all the fucking time, you know? Yeah, that would that'd be terrible. It would be horrible. Yeah. And, and then after you leave that crowd of people telling you how much they love you, you go wipe your tears of joy with your $100 bills and you crawl into your big, huge bed in your mansion and then the next day you get into your cool private jet and fly anywhere you want around the world and don't even have to think about money. Let's not mention. Let's not also mention banging hot chicks a lot. So or or dudes, depending. Or on dudes, what whatever he's into. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds terrible. It sounds sounds horrible. It sounds yeah. horrible. I <laughs> I would hate I would hate to have that ever happen to me. Lottery gods. Yeah, they. Well, I mean, don't you have like a six hundred million dollar Powerball this week? Yeah, it was a Friday night. I don't think anybody won because I know I didn't win. How much does it go up by then? I don't know. I don't know if anybody won or not. Honestly, I haven't looked it up. I just looked up my 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 score and said you didn't win. So it, it just sucks that it's taxable in the states. I mean, still, I mean, even if you lose fifty percent of it, three hundred million is nothing to shake your dick at. But in Canada, Damn it, if you win, only three hundred. You know, yeah. What am I going to do with three hundred million in Canada? It's uh non taxable. That is awesome. It's not considered income. So you know, fingers crossed. One day I win the lottery. I don't play it very often, but you well, know. we'll see. Just, yep. just, rem- just remember me to, for that that Cato cabin in the back when you win the the huge auto. Yeah, I'm gonna buy all the board games I can even think of. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna buy anything like that. No, no, but I'm. Yeah. It's gonna so. be beach, beach property and bitches. I mean, uh, lady friends and um, you know, nice dwellings on the beach. Yeah, you can get a you can get a maid for a hundred dollars a month. Oh my god! And if I had a maid like Arnold Schwarzenegger had, I'd have a kid with her. That'd be sweet. <laughs> Would you like me to clean your ficus tree? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, there's no point in me watching. I mean, I do watch some of these things because it's interesting. I've learned a lot of stuff, but I'm nowhere near at the point in my life where I can make that a reality. There's definitely no point in doing anything like trying to have long-distance relationships. That was that would be just stupid. There's no point until, until I'm ready to actually do it and move somewhere or go somewhere on a vacation or like multi- you know weeks or months time period there's no point right now it's just time to focus on money health you know life you know i do know man there's nothing wrong with that no there's it isn't i got you know like you said i got i got i got tons of things that i need to clear out of my life you know so yeah but you you can be really thrilled with uh the jeans you put on today i am really thrilled with the jeans i put on today not only did i only pay six dollars or so for them I got to go into a smaller size and that means I can go through my closet and I could pull out all of the bigger size stuff and get rid of it. Nice. That's good, man. Yeah. I don't know. So you want to wrap this episode up? Yeah, man. Let's do it up. Let's peace out. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys uh, for listening. If you've lasted this long, cause it's, we've rambled quite a bit, a bit more than usual, I think. 
yeah, it's kind of a ramble, but you know what? It's been a good time. We haven't talked for a bit, so hope, hopefully everybody enjoyed the episode. And even though, as always, <laughs> we go all across the spectrum of well, it's. I mean, all it takes is like a subject, and then it reminds you of a story. So then you tell a story, and then my story reminds you of a story, and then you tell a story, and then something in your story reminds me of a story, and pretty soon we have no fucking concept of how far back the topic was. It's terrible. Correct. So terrible. We should, we should we should probably just call a, a new podcast just Two Dudes Rambling. Two Dudes Rambling? That'd be fucking awesome. Oh, no, sorry. Two People Rambling, right? Yes. Because we, we don't, you know, you might change your gender sometime, and then I don't want to offend you. That's true. I, I, I could because, you know, I'm sure that this look is just screaming for <laughs> for a makeover all right well with that i guess peace out listeners and we'll catch you on the next episode peace out Wish you 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 wish you